Oh, fuck me, daddy, real good, the big-breasted Cuban said in Spanish as Carlos pounded her pussy doggy style. Her big juicy breast swung with every thrust of Carlos's dick, making her howl with pleasure. What'd she say? What'd she say? A thirteen-year-old Basim questioned in a feverish whisper. Santiago, Basim, and Alex stood on their tippy toes on top of a trash can, peeping into the bedroom window and doing a bad job of being sneaky. Darkness served as their cover as the moon cast three eager sexually charged shadows on the grass beneath them. Yet, the light inside the huge room provided a drive-in movie view for the perfect summer evening. She said, a twelve-year-old wide-eyed Alex started to translate, but Santiago cut him off. Shh, they're gonna hear us, Cayate, he spat with authority. Being that he was the eldest at fifteen, he was the leader of his crew. All three boys turned their attention back to Carlos and the woman. Even from outside, they could hear how wet her pussy was. Every stroke smacked off as if kissing the air. Carlos slid two fingers in her ass and made her grip the sheets with her fists. Oh, yes, Daddy. Fuck my tight asshole. Put the big dick in my ass. With a grunt, Carlos pulled his dick out of her pussy and slid it in her ass. Her puckered hole opened up to his girth, making her buck back against him. Take this dick, puta. I'm your puta, baby. Fuck me, she squealed. What's puta mean? Basim questioned, his young boy Dick tenting his jeans. Bitch, Santiago answered. He was just as hard as Basim and stuck on the fuck faces the Cuban woman was making. He was stuck on the way she'd bit down on her bottom lip, the way her lips formed sensual O's every time Carlos hit the right spot. Suddenly, Alex, trying to inch forward on the trash can, teetered and lost his balance. Oh shit, he cursed, reaching out to grab Santiago's arm, but instead of gaining his balance, he upended Santiago too. Alex flew backward, taking Santiago with him. In the process, Santiago's trash can hit Basim's and he too came tumbling down. As the three young peepin' toms tried to extricate themselves from the scattered trash and each other, two gunshots rang out. Pop, pop. The three of them looked at each other, wide-eyed and nervous. Forgetting they were covered in trash, they scampered to their feet and tried to run off. They ran right into a naked Carlos, gun in hand, and aimed right at them. Pop, it's us, Alex blurted out, blood curdling in his veins. Looking down the barrel of death, all three of them froze. Fuck, Carlos spat angrily, looked at them, and spat again. Fuck, what the hell were you doing? They all looked from one to the other, not wanting to be the one who spilled the beans. Out of the blue, Carlos burst out laughing. You little fucking perverts. You were watching me, weren't you? He laughed, seeing the three trash cans overturned. He laughed harder, then abruptly stopped. Do you know what you have fucking done? Huh? They got me. Carlos roared, putting the fear of God in the three young boys. Santiago knew his uncle wasn't called El Loco for nothing because he was truly crazy, and he looked it. Carlos looked like the Mexican actor Danny Trejo from the movie Machete. His harsh, leathery face was always in a scowl, and Mexican tattoos worshipping the devil and celebrating Santeria covered his muscular body. But standing there, butt-naked and armed, Santiago didn't know what to expect, especially since he didn't know where the gunshots had come from. Sorry, papi, Alex said with his head bowed. No, you're not sorry yet, but you will be, Carlos replied, giving them a maniacal grin. 
Come on. The three of them fell in step behind him. They followed him to the bedroom. When they walked in, all of their eyes almost popped from their head. On the bed, the Cuban woman was sprawled out, or what was left of her was. She lay face down and the back of her head was blown out. Bits of brain, blood, and hair stuck to the wall and headboard. The boys couldn't believe their eyes. When Carlos heard the trash cans crash against the pavement, he thought the Cuban woman had brought robbers there to set him up. He didn't hesitate. He grabbed his chrome forty-five from under the pillow and blasted two shots into the back of her head. The only mercy was she never saw it coming. I thought the bitch was trying to set me up, he laughed, reading Santiago's quizzical expression. Then he shrugged. Oh well, never trust a woman, eh? He went to put on his pants and shoes while the boy stood transfixed.